question to think about today. In your work, are you playing to win or playing not to lose? Again, are you playing to win or playing not to lose? How you answer that question will give you so much clarity in your work. Because really the question is, are you okay to lose, to fail, to have setbacks? The Inc.com SAS wrote that we see failure is something to be avoided, like the plague. Popular culture portrays failures as losers with low self-esteem and zero work ethic, which could not be further from the truth. The author then writes about CEO John Chen, who told her, quote, I wanted to start a new business, and I didn't want to teach those people the pitfalls of failure or where the problem is. The people who actually have failed before gave us a lot of good insight and experience, and also have the proper attitudes about not thinking everything is smooth sailing. End quote. That is so true. Failure is not bad. Failing and not trying again certainly is. As one of our partners said after one of our misses, quote, we just earned our PhD. Let's not waste this learning. So I want to give you six reasons why I'm okay with you failing today and I'm okay with me failing today. Number one, as a coach once said, you either win or you learn. I don't think there's such a thing as losing in your career. We fail, we learn, and we keep going. Number two, the industry, and that's every industry, is changing too fast and so fast to stand still, to rest on what's worked last year or last quarter, and to replicate an old model. To fail, but fail up. Fail in a way that you are moving forward, not falling behind or falling back. Number three, your competitors are failing and getting better. They are taking risks, some big, some small, to get ahead of you and your competition. They are moving, thinking, rethinking, introducing new ideas and products, and so should you. Number four, smaller, nimble, innovative companies will run circles around larger, entrenched, and risk-averse companies. You can see things that others don't. And when you do see opportunities, you can move faster, more effectively, and efficiently than any C-suite executive. Number five, the best business leaders have battle scars. They've gone through the fire and have come out on the other side, wiser, more refined, stronger in character and conviction about who they are and what they do. And number six, don't worry too much about what others people think. So you missed this time, yep, Maybe a big deal in your mind, but not a big deal overall. At least you are in the game. So do your thing. If others are so interested in your ups and downs, fine. That just shows that they are not focused on their own game. I'll leave you with this. What you do is not who you are. And that's hard for entrepreneurs to take in. So much of our self-esteem, our emotions, our value is tied up, wrapped up like a giant hairball in our work, our output, and our success. But let me ask you, can you name the vice president of General Motors? Can you name the number two at Tesla or your U.S. senator before your current one? I mean, can you even remember who Richard Nixon's vice president was? My point is this, these folks are and were big deals, top of the world, top of their game. And yet the vast majority of us don't know their names or anything about them. My point is this, do your good work, love people well, stay humble, try new things, remain curious about how things could be different. And so what if you fail once in a while? As Tom Hirschfield said, if you hit every time the target, it's too near or too big. Just a thought, until next time, 
keep creating.